morning, everyone. Thank you guys so much for joining us here at Hope City Church. We're so glad uh, to have you here this morning. Before we get started in continuing our Mindset Makeover series, talking about an attitude of gratitude, I want to invite you to share, like, and press the notification bell and invite your friends, your followers, and your family to join with us here at Hope City Church. Um, Pastor Jared is out sick. He's been out sick this week. So it is you and I here this morning. Um, you can be praying for him for a quick recovery. Um, and as we dive in, let us prepare our hearts and minds to receive God's word today. God, I thank you so much for your goodness and grace. God, I thank you for leading us, guiding us, and directing us. God, always being there with us. God, even when we can't see you, we can't hear you. God, we can know that you are there. God, you, you care about us. God, and I just thank you, God, for all those that are suffering with sickness and um, whatever whatever's going on, whatever ailments in our body. God, I just pray for a supernatural healing. God, you send your word and heal all sickness and disease. God, I thank you for a peace, a hope, and a joy. God, and I thank you, God, today, God, that we are going to be doers of the word and not just hearers only. God, help us to be difference makers in our circles of influence. God, and I thank you today. God, speak to us in Jesus' name. Amen. As we're continuing in our series, Mindset Makeover, I think having a, a mindset, a positive, faith-filled, hope-filled, peaceful mind is something that we can build upon. And we continue in this. We're going to talk about a key factor in our mindset, and that's an attitude of gratitude. I'm going to open up with Mark chapter 8, verses 34 through 36. It says, calling the crowd along with his disciples, he said to them, if anyone wants to follow after me, this is Jesus talking, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. Verse 35, for whoever wants to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life because of me and the gospel will save it. Verse 36, for what does it benefit someone to gain the whole world yet lose his own life? And I think that's what we're really going to dig in today. So the key verse today is verse 36, and I'm going to read it out of a different translation. It says, for what use is it to gain all the wealth and power of this world? And I want us to listen to this because sometimes reading things in a different translation helps us to understand what the scripture is saying to us. For what use is it to gain all the wealth and power of this world with everything it could offer at the cost of our own life? of your own life. Most of us wouldn't sell our soul for any amount of money if we thought about it, but many of us give it away one day at a time. It's like an erosion that begins to happen. We don't see it. We make uh, minute, minor um, compromises and we don't realize the impact of it all. To have a mindset makeover, we must work to have an attitude of gratitude in all situations. So whatever it is that you're going through today, uh, situation, circumstances, whatever that may be, I want us to think about how we can begin to have an attitude of gratitude in this situation. There are some things that can erode our attitude of gratitude, and we're going to talk about that over the next few moments. For example, by focusing on what we don't have. How many times have you, I know I have, you know, looking at someone else or thinking I would be further along in my career or my life or all of those things and thinking about what I don't have, what I haven't accomplished or haven't achieved at this stage of my life. I just turned 50 last month. There's a lot of things that I, you know, thought I would be, but there's a lot of things that I thought I wouldn't have done and I've accomplished more. And if I begin to think about things differently, 
it would set me up uh, for a greater success in this attitude of gratitude. So for example, by focusing on what we don't have, we can flip the script and begin to be content and focus on what we do have, where we are, where we're at with God and where God has us at this moment in time, what we do have and what we have achieved. If we, we if we can begin to think on those things, we are going to go in that direction. If we think about what we don't have, it's going to take us down this, this road that we don't want to go and it's going to be harder to get back to where we want to be. Let's not forget what we mentioned uh in this point from last week, we really talked about it. A lie believed as truth will affect your life as if it were true. Why? Because what we dwell on, what we think on is going to affect the direction of our whole life. Our mind, our will, our emotions are going to follow that path. So if we're believing a lie, it's going to act as if it were true in our life. Are you at this point? Are, are you to the point of being discontent that is robbing you of your attitude of gratitude in every situation? Are you at a point of being discontent? And I want to talk about contentment and discontentment over the next few minutes. Is that discontentment robbing you? of your attitude of gratitude. You're like, what is this attitude of gratitude? We're going to talk about that a little bit more as we dive in a little bit deeper this morning. Here are some things or a few things that we can begin to evaluate in our own lives. Here's four statements that we can begin to look at, four things that we can begin to, you know, uh, discover and, and dig into areas that we can begin to evaluate in our own lives. One, material and financial discontentment. We all have things that maybe we, that we want, or, you know, those things that we want to get, or, you know, vacations we want to go on and money that we want to have. Are you at a place where you are so materially and financially discontent? And I want to ask you why. Let's think about that for a second. Maybe relational discontentment. Maybe your relationships are where you think they should be or where you want them to be. But are you in a state of discontentment uh, in, in, in that area? Circumstantial discontentment, spiritual discontentment. You know, I have a lot of conversations with people that say, you know, I don't feel God. I don't hear God. I don't know what God's voice sounds like. I feel like I'm in this desert dry place. And, you know, I hear all these people that say God speaks to me and God does this and God does all of those things, but I don't experience those things. And so we get discontent. I want to, I want to ask you this question. Do you know what discontentment is? It's dissatisfaction. Are you not satisfied? I want to remind us of what verse 36 says out of Mark chapter eight. For what use is it to gain all of the wealth and power of this world with everything it could offer you at the cost of your own life? Sometimes that's the exchange that we're making when we're talking about all the things that we don't have and we don't have an attitude of gratitude. We're, we're exchanging, you know, well, I need to get this. so I'm going to go get it at any cost. The cost is a lot of times us. Our peace, our hope, our joy, our relationships, our emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual health. For what it, what use is it to gain all the wealth and power of this world with everything it could offer you at the cost of your own life? Most of us wouldn't sell our soul 
our mind, our will, our emotions for any amount of money if it was posed to us. But many of us give it away one day at a time. There are trade-offs between material things and material successes and the well-being of one's own life and soul. The pursuit of wealth and power should be weighed against the potential costs to one's integrity and overall quality of life. You know, I want to challenge you today before you make that exchange. Is it worth your joy, your peace, your hope? Is it worth, you know, uh, enjoying the season that you're in or is the pursuit of whatever that is, those material things, those that success, that job, all of, is that worth exchanging for peace in your soul and life? Let's talk for the next few minutes on what robs us of contentment. Contentment is a state of peaceful happiness or being satisfied. That doesn't mean that we're comfortable and we continue to stay in this place forever. No, it means I'm enjoying every season. I'm enjoying where I'm at. I'm enjoying what I have. I'm enjoying those people that are around me. I'm not looking for tomorrow, but I'm enjoying the present. I'm not dwelling on the past and where, you know, what I used to have, but I'm content and happy and satisfied with where I'm at right now. That doesn't mean that tomorrow is going to bring new opportunities. No, but I am content now. What robs us of being satisfied and happy with today? Comparing. You know, one thing about social media that I, I think is, is probably a hindrance to our life and happiness, and that's the comparison game. We see all of the positives of what everybody else is doing, all the world travelers and the successes. We don't see the behind the scenes. A lot of people don't show us, you know, the, the good, the bad. Uh, they, they show us the good, but they don't show us the ugly. They don't show us the, you know, the, the moments of, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do or I don't like what's going on in my life or, you know, the the, the emotional, the, the toll that takes on our life to show all of those great moments. Or, you know, the person that, that your friends that have this house or that, or they, you know, they have this job or that job, you know, are you comparing yourself that robs us of being content, happy and satisfied? Matthew 20, 10 through 11 says this. So when those came who were hired first, they expected to receive more. Why? Because they worked more, right? If you read it fully in context, but when each one of them received a denarius, they began to grumble against the landowner. And you can read more in Matthew 20, uh, chapter 20 in the New Testament of the Bible, verses 10 and 11, talking about, you know, there's a, a bunch of workers that came and they came throughout the day and all of them received the same amount of money at the end of the day. And the people that came first and worked the longest were unhappy because they received what they earned. But other people came and they received what they didn't earn in their mind. Are we comparing? Number two, are we coveting? Coveting means to yearn, to possess, or to have something that isn't yours. Deuteronomy 7.25 says this, Do not cover the silver and gold, or you will be ensnared by it, for it is detestable to the Lord your God. Don't covet what someone else has. Don't, you know, uh, yearn and desire to possess it. It takes over your mind. That's all you can think about. What robs us of our contentment is comparing and coveting. If you had to pick just one thing to help you stay content, what would it be? If you could pick one thing, just one thing today that could help you stay content, what 
would that be? Maybe you can put some things in the chat box as you're thinking about it as we're going along this morning. Today, I'd say I would choose gratitude. Why would I choose gratitude? I love what Proverbs chapter 15, verse 15 and 16 says. And Proverbs is in the Old Testament of the Bible. It says, the cheerful heart has a continual feast. Better a little with the fear of God or the fear of the Lord than great wealth or turmoil. The cheerful heart has a continual feast. It's a continuation. It doesn't stop. A cheerful heart. Better a little with the fear of the Lord than great wealth with turmoil. I choose gratitude. Why? Because gratitude is a profound acknowledgement of God's love, of God's provision, and of God's grace in our life that he extends to us. Why would I choose gratitude? Because gratitude helps me to change the way that I think. It gives me a mindset makeover, understanding and acknowledging it is because of God's love, because God's provision and God's grace. And I begin to look at my life, look at my situation, look at the material things that I have or the job that I have in those eyes with that lens, with that through that focus. And it is considered a fundamental aspect of living a faithful and fulfilling life according to what the Bible teaches us. You want to know what the Bible teaches us? The Bible teaches us to be grateful in all things, to be thankful in all things. And if we begin to exercise gratitude, it will change our attitude. If we begin to be thankful in all of those things, find those things that we can be thankful for. I woke up today. I heard someone say, you know what? I don't want to wake up. Well, let's flip the script. Let's change our mindset about it. And let's look for the opportunities and the hidden treasures and the gold versus trying to find the coal that we think that we deserve or we feel that we've gotten over these years. It, we can look at it in two different ways. What we seek out. What we look for, we will find, whether it's in our relationships, whether it's in what we have or what we don't have, what it is that we look for, what it is that we search out is what we are going to find and is going to be the lens in which we look through. Today, I want to choose gratitude. Today, I want to choose contentment. Today, I want to choose that I know and I believe that God's love for me is unending, that he is going to provide for me, that his grace is sufficient. I can't earn it. I don't deserve it, but yet he extends it to me anyway. You know, as we're closing and wrapping up today, what are some things that we could be praying for you about? You know, and I want to, I want to ask this question one more time. If you had to pick just one thing to help you stay content, what would it be? Let's put that in the chat box. Put your prayer, your prayer request in the chat box. We would love to be praying with you and partnering with you here at Hope City Church. And we would love for you to take the next step here and by supporting us, liking, sharing, and pressing the notification bell so we can begin to partner together here at Hope City Church to see more people reached with God's love and grace. Thank you today so much for joining with me. And Pastor Jerry will be with me next week. You guys have a great week. Bye.